from the Bible. Today, one of the boys from our neighborhood, Wolfgang Widget, will help Mr. G's mom, Granny G, solve the mystery at the top of the ladder. Mr. G will teach us a Bible lesson about two women named Deborah. Get down from that ladder. Do you want to fall and break your neck? No, Granny G. I'm sorry for climbing up without your permission. But Wolfgang's ancient treasure map shows a ladder that leads to treasure. You've got the wrong ladder, Joey. But please, go and tell your buddy Wolfgang Widget to come here. I need him to help me solve a mystery. Sure, Granny G. Wolfgang! Please don't yell, Joey. Just walk into the other room and ask him to come here. Okay, Granny G. I'll be right back. Wolfgang, I think my visiting nephew, Brian, and I have been taken, but I can't figure out how it was done. Brian is almost blind, but he can hear perfectly. But he didn't hear Colonel Dickerson at all last night. Granny G, can you tell me what happened last night? Wolfgang, last night Colonel Dickerson dropped by. The Colonel had a soda, and we got to talking about locked room mysteries, until I said. I'm certain you can't enter my dark, toasty, warm, locked library. Climb the long ladder. Take a glass off the very top of the second-story bookshelf. Remove six cubes of ice. Pour in half a glass of soda, and leave the room. Locking it behind you, all without my nephew Brian hearing you. Was he successful? Wolfgang, Colonel Dickerson went into the kitchen. I heard the freezer door open, and the sound of ice cubes in the ice maker being stirred around. He then filled a glass with six cubes of ice and gave it to me, and I followed the procedure. He took a bottle of soda and left the room, and went into the living room, assuring me once again that within two hours he could enter my dark, toasty, warm, locked library, climb the ladder. Take the glass off the second-story bookshelf. Remove the six cubes of ice. Pour in half a glass of soda. 
leave the library, locking it behind him, all without my nephew Brian hearing him. So where were you during this time, Granny G? I was in my bedroom reading. After setting my alarm clock to ring in two hours, it did ring loudly in two hours. But during the entire time, I heard nothing. I unlocked the door, crossed the room to go to the library, and heard Colonel Dickerson. Quietly singing a hymn in the living room, Brian opened the library door for me, and I climbed the long ladder to the second-story bookshelf, and carefully took down the glass perched on top. It was half filled with soda and only soda. I know because I tasted it. How did the Colonel do it? Hmm, Granny G, most likely by means of an insulated back. There is nothing wrong with your nephew Brian's hearing, but neither you nor Brian could have heard, heard what Wolfgang. Ice melting. Colonel Dickerson had secretly brought frozen soda cubes with him when he went into the kitchen. Pretending to get ice cubes from the ice maker, he then put them in a the glass that he handed to Granny G, who carefully placed it on the very top of the second-story bookshelf in her library. Then the Colonel waited patiently for two hours in the living room while the frozen soda cubes melted. Thanks for sharing how you solved my mom's mystery, Wolfgang. That was a fine piece of investigative work, I'll tell you. You mentioned a ladder in your story, and today in our Bible lesson, we want to investigate the account of another ladder, Jacob's ladder, and a place called Bethel. Mr. G, what does Bethel mean? Lizzie, Bethel means house of God. In Genesis 28:10 through 22, we read about the origins of Bethel. The house of God. Why are we studying Bethel, Mr. G? Joy, we're interested in Bethel because we're learning about two important women in the Bible. We want to see if there is a connection between these two heroines, who both were named Deborah. One Deborah was Rebecca's nurse. The second Deborah was the only female judge to rule over Israel, and they both are related to Bethel as well. Peanut, would you read Genesis twenty-eight, ten through twenty-two? Sure, Mister G. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set upon the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it, and to thy seed. 
and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid, and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning, and took the stone that he had put for his pillows, and set it up for a pillar, and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way, that I go, and will give me bread to eat, and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that thou shalt give me I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Thank you, Peanut. Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried at Bethel under an oak called Alon Bakuth, or Oak of Mourning, or Oak of Weeping. When Jacob had his dream about the latter, Bethel represented the holy place where God appeared and spoke to Jacob, and where God made certain promises to him, just as he had done with Abraham and Isaac, about the land and his seed, which are pictures of heaven and of Christ, who is the seed. It was also there that later God told Jacob to build an altar to God. Why was that, Mr. G? Well, Joey, the altar, if you remember, was the place of sacrifice, pointing ultimately to the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus to atone for the sins of his people by suffering hell for them. In which passage did God say that, Mr. G? Let's see. Um, I believe it was Genesis 35.1. And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. Mr. G., was Rebecca sick because the Bible says Deborah was her nurse? No, Lizzie. The Hebrew word for nurse is found in a number of passages in the Bible and gives the idea of a woman or a mother breastfeeding her infant. Spiritually, this helps us to understand more about the Bible. Deborah is a picture of the Word of God, representing both salvation and the spiritual nourishment a Christian derives from the Scriptures. Peanut, can you take 1 Peter 2, 2? Okay, Mr. G. 1 Peter 2, verse 2 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the Word, that ye may grow thereby. Why does it say sincere milk? That's a good question, Peanut. Sincere means genuine or real milk of the Word, as opposed to a false or fake gospel, which does not have the power to save a person from their sins and from hell. Just as a baby needs its mother's milk to grow and develop, a true child of God is nourished by the words of Scripture. So, only the Bible has the power to save a person, Mr. G? Yes, Joey. 
Can you read First Peter one twenty three? All right, First Peter one twenty three. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Great. I tell you what. Why don't we all say our memory verse, and we can start with let's see, Wolfgang, then Joey, and lastly Lizzie. Judges four five. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah, between Rama and Bethel, and Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Judges four five. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah, between Rama and Bethel, and Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Judges four verse five. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah, between Rama and Bethel, and Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Kids, this verse is speaking about the judge Deborah. Her name means God's word, and she judged Israel alongside another believer, a man by the name of Barak. Deborah the judge also represents God's people as they bring the Bible, God's word, to the world. It's important that we understand that Christ and the believers are symbolized by palm trees in various places in the Bible, such as Psalm ninety-two, twelve. Can you read that for us, Lizzie? Sure, Mister G. Psalm ninety-two, twelve. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree; he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Now, Miss Smith will sing, "Be still, my soul; the Lord is on thy side." Yeah. 
questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible, a ministry of Bible Ministries International. You can write in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Today's program is entitled, The Mystery at the Top of the Ladder. This program number is 086. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye.